Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tavendiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tavin Dillard podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. I'm glad you joined me here. Bink, bink. Hey, y'all, guys. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard podcast. We season nines. Episode four is now February. <clears throat> you know about February? Lots of things going on. It's the littlest month. It got a, it got a little feller complex because it's the... It's the tiniest, it's the tainsiest, tiniest month of the year. You know, 30 days, half September, other ones got more, and February got a lot less. Uh, a little more this year. It, it's, boy, it's doing a little chin up almost to 30 days. I think we end on 29 days this year uh, of the month of February. And today, if you listen to this on the day it come out, it's February 6th. You know, halfway through February, there's the Valentine's. And I know you're thinking about that. You're thinking about, well, Tavin, the Valentine's. Do I buy a box of chocolates? What do I buy? I don't know. But I'll tell you right now, uh, lawns have been dying. And, you know, I mean, they've been dead. I mean, there's been snow. There's been ice. They've been water, uh, rain. I, I was trying to think what that, what you call it when it falls out the sky. I know it's water, but it's rain, specifically. So anyhow, uh, I got to do other things than just mow lawns. And I'm doing them Valentine greetings. Uh, a very special Valentine greeting. So if you want a Valentine greeting, and truth be told, if you got a birthday in February or some other occasion, uh, I don't care. We can we can do the birthday instead. But anyhow, the link to the, the personal greetings is there. Uh, also, uh, you know, nothing says, boy, I really care about you uh, than a bag of bacon. So that may be the answer you're looking for. And you'll see the link to Tavin's Bacon Bag in the show notes today. Get yourself some bacon. You can make a, bo- a bacon bouquet. You know what I mean? You could probably make a pretty decent bouquet out of about five pieces, and then the rest of the bag you could eat yourself. I don't know, or or not. I mean, let's it's just, it's a you know you want to be you want to be given. So maybe just buy two bags, and then you have a bag, and they have a bag. I don't know. I ain't a giftologist, but I'll tell you if you're looking for a couple options. Uh, taking a gander, uh, taking a little a pickleboon into the show notes today may get you right where you want to be. <clears throat> Personal video greetings. Then we got the, for the Valentine's or whatever, then we got the bacon bag. Of course, I'll put a link to the merchandise if you want a crow funion shirt or early bird gets the perm, Tavins lawn care services, bank bank, donut gold shirt, all kinds of things. Now, there is a shirt I've been talking about that's on the horizon. I have finished the artwork for the new town map shirt. You know, town map folks is like, well, where's this compared to that? Where's Thunder Punch compared to Early Bird Gets the Perm compared to the softball fields compared to Chancellor Park where you lived, having compared to the Burger Shed or Rickard's Grocery Store? It's all on there, y'all guys. It's all on there. The shirt ain't ready yet. I'm still figuring out what color to put on it, you know, put to, to make the shirt. But I'm hoping by March the 1st, which is less than a month, and it might come out uh, later in February. I know it's a tiny month, y'all guys. I know February is a tiny month. We've been over it. But I may be able to get it all ready even before the month ends. I don't know. I'm working on that. But here, here's one thing I do know what we're going to do is the first 100 orders of the Newtown Map shirt, they get in a town map with it, like a little miniature 
you know, little, I don't know if you call it a poster or whatever, but it's the town map you can like tack up on the wall or whatever. Uh, and it ain't to scale. It ain't to scale because uh, I, I don't live an inch and a half from the softball fields. It's a little farther. Um, I'd say quarter of a mile uh, up to half a mile from the softball fields from Chancellor Park. But that's how that goes. So keep an eye out for that. But there ain't nothing else. Uh, there's some some big stuff coming up this May, uh, a, the month of May. And I know we in February, so who cares right now? But I'm just telling you, it's going to get, uh, there's some stuff happening that uh, ain't never really happened before in my neck of the woods that I can share with y'all guys. It ain't quite ready yet. But one of the things I will say is uh, the live shows, folks ask about live shows. When you coming to where I'm at, well, I do know for sure for uh, there is a, a show planned, and details will be coming up more in March, but at the end of May, uh, hello, North Texas. So if you're in the Wichita Falls area, it's going to be a hoot. It's going to be a live experience, and I'm going to be there and getting a lot of stuff planned. It, if you can get there, I'd say get there, and they're going to do some pre-orders on them tickets. They got some VIP stuff. It's going to be part of it uh, <clears throat> as we get closer. So I'm just, I mean, me and you and the wall, you know, know about this at this point. I'm just sharing it with the podcast audience right now. So there's some things that you can do, and you'll see them in the show notes. Personal video greetings, bacon bag, merchandise. Uh, of course, you can always email me, tapdillard at gmail.com, and you can text me, 501-322-6249. Then there's some things that you can't do nothing about yet. Just know the town map shirt's on the way, but it ain't ready. Ain't nothing you can do about it. You can't buy it. You can't order it. You can't look at it because it ain't ready yet. But uh, same with the with the show in the end of May. The tickets ain't ready, but no, uh, just put it on your radar. Uh, end of May, Wichita Falls, Texas. That's North Texas. It's going to be a hoot of a time. So that that's going on. And you can check your, your show notes. Um, you know, the Valentine's is coming up. Folks is asking, you know, thinking about what they can get for folks. And speaking of Valentine's, my gal Cricket, uh, she, she'd be what you call my Valentine, I guess. <clears throat> she taking on her own business, right? She got her own business. She started her own business. So she's still working at the nursing home, but she ain't getting all kind of hours over there. So she, she does this deep cleaning of businesses and restaurants. So she don't clean like people's houses or their personal residence kind of thing she go for them you know places that sell food you know they got booths in them and whatever she hired justine dunlap you know her she got a photography business she started started and it ain't taken off yet like she she take them pictures she did some christmas pictures around december's times and you know how it is you starting to work on your art and you figuring out how to do it but your art ain't making you no money yet and so you just like a photographer and the, that that's the art side and then the second is photography business and that's the business side and she ain't figured that out yet and i don't know um you know she's taking pictures of animals and people and people on animals you know kind of thing but anyhow she could stand to have a little more work and cricket could afford to hire her so that's how that is so Justine and cricket and cricket are working on a you know, cleaning up. They ain't tearing out walls or remodeling, nothing like that. They just cleaning up these places. So that's, how, and I guess with Cricket, you know, working at the nursing home, she's had to clean up enough messes to where she ain't grossed out by much. And she growed up on a farm, so she's seen plenty. So, you know, 
uh, cleaning out a grease trap or whatever uh, ain't gonna be a big deal for her. Uh, good thing though, some of these places got more problems they think they do. I'll tell you that right now. She actually, <clears throat> and I guess this is where our time together uh, this afternoon, morning, evening, whenever you listen to this podcast begins. She cleaned up the burger shed this week. Her and Justine Dunlap cleaned up the burger shed. I ain't got to tell you what I think of the burger shed. I really appreciate that place. They sponsored our softball team. I've been friends with Buds for a year. Uh, I, I mow his property. You know, I mow his property out where he and his wife Nita live outside of town. So, you you know, I liked it. I liked them as people, and I liked them as food. And not, not them, but that burger shed's food three times a week, usually. I'm having some sort of lunch there, that kind of thing. So it got cleaned up this week. Do I want to know all the ins and outs of how gross the burger shed was? I kind of do. I kind of do. So they opened late one day because of the deep clean. Thankfully, nothing too gross was found. So that's a win. I'll just take the stress off you right here from the get-go. There wasn't no animals who made a home behind the fridge, nothing like that. But you know them spills, they get away from you. You know, when you steady working, it's busy, and there's a lunch rush, and you you drop something, maybe you try to wipe it up real quick or kick it under the fridge or whatever it is, and you don't get to it, you know, at the time. So that grease will splatter on anything, and anything that's got a little bit of space in between that and the bottom of the floor, all that kind of stuff finds its way down there, and it's hard to get to unless you move stuff. I mean, you got to pull out that refrigerator or that uh, sanitizer where they where they wash the dishes or whatever they got. You know, I ain't a I ain't a restaurantologist. I didn't go to school for all that heavy machinery. But I'm telling you, it is machinery because uh, they plug it in and it's heavy. And so you ain't gonna do that every day. You ain't gonna do it twice today. You ain't gonna do it twice a month sometimes. So it's a good thing that Cricket went in there with Justine and said, "Hey, it's time to move some stuff." And so that's what they did. Uh, so stuff got pulled out, stuff got cleaned out, and Bud's Burger Shed smells like a dream come true now. And I know you're thinking, well, didn't it smell good already? It did, boy. When them, when them, the the ovens are fired up or whatever it is, I guess the grill really is what you call it. But you cook on it and you make them burgers. Uh, it's smelling good in there anyhow. But now I don't know. It's just a delight. That that's the best way I put it. It just a delight. Cricket does this for her work. So uh, you got to understand, she ain't looking for no perks. But Bud, he happily paid Cricket money, of course, and then he gave her free food on top of that. Justine got some, too, because she's the one there helping her. You know, KC's her husband. He do taxidermy. Don't matter no how. Well, Millie Ricks was tap, tap, tapping on the door the morning that Cricket and Justine was work, work, working in there doing a deep clean, you know, when Burger Shed wasn't opened at its usual time because of the deep clean. You know, not that often this happens, but it's happening this time. And Bud was there, too, because he had to unlock the place, and he always got work to do back in that office of his. Got a little bitty office back there, you know, paperwork, calculator, pencils to draw with or whatever he do. You know, I don't own the burger shed and I don't get into his business and he don't get into mine, except the fact that I do work for him and mow his lawn. So we got to talk business that way. But anyhow, Millie's tap tapping because she wanted some coffee and biscuits and gravy. Who don't? But Bud, Bud's wasn't open yet. But Millie just don't get it. She ain't sure why the door's locked, even though there's a sign on the front door that says, store will open late today because of cleaning. So I, I feel like you can't get more specific than that. And Cricket and Justine, they in there cleaning away. Door's locked. Millie's on the outside of it, tap, tap, tapping, right next, right on that sign 
that's taped to the front of the door saying, hey, we closed. Uh, your question's all answered right here staring you in the face. Daddy looking at you, Millie. Just read the sign. But they don't know. They, Justine and Cricket ain't paying no attention to the door. And then Bud walks out of that little back room office of his with the calculators and the paper and the pencils and whatever he had back there. And he see Millie at the door. She's steady tapping away. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. Well, Bud heads over there you know, to give her the news, basically to tell her what the sign says that's already on the door that she should have and could have read. Now, I know Millie can't hear too well or see too well, but she can hear and she can see and she can read a sign that's three inches from her nose. She could have done that. So he, had, he heads over there, and he opens that front door like Attaway, and he just tell her, you know, he don't even open it full-blown because he thinks she, she might just try to blow past him because she, she, she on a mission. And he just said, hey, Millie, we, we ain't open just yet today. And she said, okay, well, I'll just come inside for biscuits and gravy and some coffee. I got my change purse right here. She kind of tap her little change purse, and you hear the jingle jangle in there. And she just tap that thing, and then she try to push by Bud. Like, okay, I heard what you said, and I don't care. I'm coming in for biscuits, gravy, and coffee. So she pushing by. Her little curly perm is wedged between his forearm and the door frame. Awkward for everybody, and Bud's holding his ground, though. He ain't letting that little permed head squeeze by that into that door frame. He, he just holding it there. So now Millie got to retreat or just stay stuck. You know, she got a choice to make now. Hold on, Millie. That's what Bud said to her. He goes, there ain't nothing ready yet. And she goes, I just need a little coffee and biscuits and gravy. You know, she's kind of hot. She basically, she's kind of looking uh, down at this point because her little head is wedged with that little perm of hers. She starts retreating that head back now because she figured, boy, I ain't getting no forward mo motion here. Let me let me just back out of this out of the way. And she got her little tussled perm back out of that door frame and out, out, out in between that and, and, you know, Bud's forearm. And he says, Millie, the coffee ain't on. Like it ain't even on yet. And, and nothing ain't, is fired up. Ain't no machinery fired up in here yet. The gals is in there cleaning. They doing a deep clean is what they doing. So I ain't got nothing to serve you. There ain't nothing you can have. Well, about that time, while they talking, and I guess you call almost arguing, a possum squeezes by through that door down by their legs and into the burger shed that is being cleaned at that very moment by my gal Cricket and Justine Dunlap. And was it just any daytime possum just coming out for a little uh, peekaboo, where's the lunch kind of thing? Oh, no. It was Possum Keith. The possum, Millie claims, ain't her pet, but she feed it, and she named it Possum Keith. So you tell me what it is. So, anyhow, Bud feels something brush against his pant leg, and he know it ain't Millie trying to crawl in because he's steady looking at her in the eye, and sure enough, there's a possum in a burger shed now. That's like the awesome. Uh, that's like the the opposite of a piece. Uh, a deep clean is a possum in the burger shed. Like you specifically closed so that you can deep clean it, and now you got a possum in there. Why are you deep cleaning? Boy, that's setting you back. I put it to you like that away. You getting steady set back on the deep clean effort once possum Keith is inside the burger shed. Now the right gals are in there. I will say that because Cricket and Justine, they country gals, they farm girls strong and a loose possum ain't nothing set more work. They ain't scared or nothing. It's just a little extra they're going to have to do, but they ain't like, oh no, a possum, whatever are we going to do? They do have to catch possum Keith and then they got to clean whatever his possum paws touch. So like I said, uh, possum Keith and Millie Ricks, they steady creating more work for these gals who are trying to get 
get it all done so they can open, you know, a little later today. Bud don't want to be closed all day. And Millie says, well, let me go get him. He's just looking for the coffee. That's what Millie said to Bud. Well, Bud wasn't born yesterday, and even if she thinks she's going to get Possum Keith, uh, he ain't going to let her get in there. He done told her once, and he meant what he said. You ain't getting in here kind of thing. She stepped toward that door, and she wedged her cheek against the door frame, and Bud showed her right there like that away, and she's like a toddler trying to get into snow pants, just wiggling, moving forward despite the odds, but Bud ain't budging. He done made up his mind. He done made up his mind. In fact, he pushed back a little bit. Millie, you can't bring a possum in here. Oh, I didn't. He followed me, is what she said to him. Well, if you didn't stop him, you brought him, kind of thing. Like, she wasn't helping. She just let him scoot on by, like, go on in there, possum case. So Bud ain't having it. So now he gently moved Millie, you know, just a step or two back, closes that door, locks that door, because I guess he thought Millie loosened the burger shed be worse than the possum loosened the burger shed. So she's still on the outside looking in, peekabooning through that glass. Bud hollers for Cricket. She peeks from behind the fridge. She sees the commotion. He asks her, hey, hey will, you get that, will you get that possum out of there? We just got to get it. That's Millie's possum. She brought in it and it scurried in here. I got to get it out. Um, so there goes Cricket. She's walking toward Possum Keith. She don't blink. She just walk over there. She reaches for Keith and he hisses at her. You ever cornered a possum? Like possums play possum, like they'll play dead, and they try to fool you like out of way. But you corner them, a lot of times they ain't dropping. They ain't stop dropping and rolling. They they hissing. They showing you all their teeth, and they being like, you know, I got some fight in me. Well, that's what possum Keith decided to do. Well, I tell you right now, you don't hiss at Cricket. She don't stand for it. She, so instead of scooping Keith up like a little baby, just carrying him out all gentle-like, she snatches him by the back of his neck. Bud unlocks that front door, swings it open, and just like that, the burger shed is possum free. Now Millie taps on the door with her hands up by her shoulders, you know, like disheveled perm and all. And she's like, what's going on? Kind of thing. Like, like I don't understand what's going on. Like, I'm here for biscuits and gravy and coffee. And then I sent my possum in to hold me a spot. And all of a sudden, you know, now he gone. That little possum had been at that table like he's waiting on the coffee. Like his little paws were on the table. His little haunches were in the booth. Like, come on. If this wasn't a plan, I don't know what it was. So Bud just says, hey, we closed. We closed, Millie. Come back at lunchtime. We will be open at lunchtime. Why didn't you say so? That's what Millie hollered back through that glass. For a lady that can't hear too well, she heard Bud okay through that front door. But maybe he was louder than he usually is. I don't know. But I know one thing. She hurt him. And for a lady who don't have a pet possum, she pulled a cashew out of that change purse and fed it to Possum Keith, who she named and then she shuffled back to her Buick, parked in the parking lot, and guess who got in that Buick with her? That's right, Possum Keith. So Bud took that boot that the possum was in, and he cleaned it all up, you know, just so Justine and Cricket would stay focused on the main work, and he handled, like, the sidetrack work that Millie brought in, and that's how it happens sometimes. You know how it is. You got work to do, and other things happen. They kind of interrupt you. You're like, well, I got, I'm going to have to somehow figure out how to get through this day get to the work I got to do and then handle this new work because if I don't handle this new work it's going to set back the other work but it all got to get done and you can get frustrated and say this is too much well at some point you just say well who cares if it's too much let's get it and so that's what Bud did uh, there have been animals in the burger shed before I don't want to paint you a picture like uh, no animals ever got in the burger shed before in fact 
I helped get one of the most famous animals from the burger shed out. And the reason it was famous, I guess, is just because uh, they don't know how long it had been there. Like, boy, that thing steady, you know, was starting to life inside the burger shed, you know. It was a bird. It, it, it had been, you know, just up there. And I don't know how long, but a while. Like, they, they kind of did the math because they think it was released from a wedding. And the wedding had been, like, at least two weeks before, you know. So this this bird was, you know, getting real familiar with the territory inside the burger shed. I mean, inside, inside. Like, it was in an air duct. It wasn't, like, roaming the grill and getting into the fridge and using the bathroom uh, and closing the door and sitting at a booth like a possum. But I got a number three combo meal for doing that. It had been released like from that wedding, like I said. Bud kept hearing a noise up there, and he finally decided whatever was making that noise up there in that air duct was alive. Like it wasn't just a water lake or a little rattling of the air conditioner going through there, but it was like something that was living. You know, uh, life was going on up there in that air duct, and he's like, I got to get that thing out, Tavin. You want to do that? And he said, I give you, you know, number three, and he knows I love them. And, and uh, that's easy. Boy, that, that's the easiest number three I ever earned. Now, how it made a beeline from a wedding to the burger shed, I don't know that. Like, I, it, didn't, it didn't talk to me, and I don't speak bird, and you can't read lips because it's got a beak. If you know anything about birds, like, they ain't got lips. So it wasn't one of those things where I was going to get to the bottom of what this bird was thinking. But uh, I, don't, I don't know why it would go far, straight from a wedding to the, the burger shed. But I tell you in my own book, if there's a special event in town, a wedding, somebody gets baptized, family room, anything, you know, it's like, I'll head to the burger shed after that. Like, oh, that was a good event. Now let's go get some food. Boy, let's get, let's put a hurting on some good stuff kind of thing. I don't know. Might have had a couple stops along the way. Maybe it didn't go straight to the burger shed, but I know that's where it ended up because I'm the one who got it out. Like I was eye to eye with that thing in the air duct and it's steady looking at me like, bank, bank. And I look back at it, bank, bank. That's the sound its eyes made when it blinked at me. Like, I didn't hear it in real life, but it felt like that was the sound. It was just, bank, bank. And I was just like, bank, bank. And one thing led to another's, and I rescued it. Sure, I had thoughts like that pigeon or dove or whatever it was would be like Lassie to me. You know, in the rest of my life, that bird would be there to help me if I was in trouble and it'd save my life. And, it, you know, it owed me a debt kind of thing. Like, boy, you saved me, Tavin, and I ain't never going to forget it. But it didn't do that. It just flowed away, and I got a bacon double cheeseburger, curly fries, Dr. Pepper. That's what a number three is. And that's how a different animal got out of the burger shed. Made me think of that because, you know, the possum Keith thing. I was like, well, it ain't the first time. Got to keep things clean, though. You got to. Speaking of that, about lunchtime, I showed up, and Bud was getting ready to open up the burger shed after that deep clean. And Brody Childers showed up and his Suzuki sidekick with a hole in the floorboard. You might have heard about his Suzuki sidekick before I talked about it. I know Brody didn't go to floorboard school, but all the ways he tried to fix that floorboard ain't worked. I don't know how many baby shoes have fallen out of the bottom of that thing, but what I'm trying to tell you right now is that Suzuki sidekick showed up to the burger shed clean. Buddy, Brody ain't on time to nothing. I mean, if you know about our softball schedule and our softball team and our softball games and Brody getting there, it ain't on time. But he will show up late in a clean car, I'll tell you that. It ain't always been that way, but he turned over a new leaf, and he'll clean them cars now. It ain't just a sidekick. Him and Brandy Lynn, that's his wife. She make a beautiful three-bean salad. They got a 1986 two-tone Buick Century and a Ford Windstar minivan. So they doing pretty well. 
you know, and he working for the city now. And so they got they got a few things they can kick around in. All of them are clean. So here they are. There's a clean Suzuki sidekick pulling up and parking at a freshly cleaned Bur Bud's Burger Shed. And Brody's working for the city now, like I said, with PJ McGee. He helps with landscaping, stuff like that. So me and him, we got a lot to talk about. Even if it ain't softball season, we don't have to talk about just softball. But now, boy, we, we in the same same line of work. I mean, he works for the man. I work for the man. He worked for the city. I mean, I, by the man, I mean the citizens. So I don't know. Some people refer to the man as the city. So however you put it, he worked for the city. I work for the folks that live in the city to just hire me house by house, lawn by lawn, if that make any sense. The only thing is, all I got time to do is say hi to Brody. Because my gal Cricket, she's leaving. She done with her work there. She got a bag of food, Bud Gaber, and me and her's going to catch up for a little bit before she had to take off to the next thing, and I did too. She's a hard-working, busy gal, and this is when I asked her how the cleaning went, you know, because I didn't know at this point. She told me everything was fine. She only had to catch one possum. That ain't something you hear every day, but that's what I heard. Yeah, everything was good, Tavin. I only had to catch one possum. And then I'm a little worried, a little flustered, like, was there a possum living in the burger shed? And everybody okay with that? I mean, you kidding me? But that ain't, you know, that, that ain't what happened, as we know. But then I got the whole story. You know, it was good to know it wasn't living there. It's just Possum Keith sneaking in. So I decided to ask Cricket to, to supper at Bickham's. And she liked that idea. You know, Bickham's All You Can Eat Catfish Buffet. It's on that town map shirt, by the way, that I was telling y'all about earlier. Uh, that ain't ready yet. So, uh, like I said, you can't, but you, you'll see it because it's all on Main Street right there. There's the burger shed, and then up a little bit is Bickham's, but it's before Rickard's Grocery Store. Anyhow, uh, that's where we was going to go uh, that evening for supper. So, even though she had her lunch in her hand and she probably wasn't thinking about more food for supper, she knowed uh, she'd be hungry by then. And we had a date. And I don't know if Millie ever came back to the burger shed. She wasn't there during the lunch rush because I didn't see her. She's that way, though. She'll be on to the next thing. Like that time she caught a skunk and uh, she wanted to give it a bath. She said, this cat needs a bath. Well, firstly, it wasn't a cat. It was a skunk. And B, uh, they, they clean themselves from what I know. They, they don't have, like, uh, public skunk showers or, or even private ones. Like, that ain't something they do, baths or whatever. And I convinced her anyway that if she wanted to give it a bath, uh, that she should go inside and get her hair dryer too, you know, so she could blow dry its hair after the bath. And that sounded like a good idea to Millie. And she dropped that skunk to go back inside, that little skunk. It banked, banked at me. It kind of looked at me like, thank you, sir, you know, and helped, you know, it was, it was glad I helped it out because I gave, I gave Millie the idea to drop it. And that's exactly what that skunk needed to hear. And I don't know if Millie remembered that she even went back, what she even went back inside for, because she's the kind of gal that will go inside, uh, forget to get the hair dryer, forget she even caught a skunk, and she owned to something else, you know? She might be on to, like, making chocolate milk. I don't know, but that's how Millie, truth be told, the average customer uh, at the burger shed, though, they ain't going to know how much cleaner the burger shed is, but Bud knows, and I know. And, of course, Cricket and Justine know, too. And, and now y'all guys know. But that's how it went. Brody said him and Brandy Lynn, they're going to take their boy, B.W. Uh, he wear cleats everywhere he go. Uh, they, they're going to take him out to Chet Dilroy's for mule riding the next few, few days. He's about six miles out of town. Uh, that's on the map, too, kind of the direction of Chet's house. I put that on there. They ain't taking the littlest one, though. Uh, Chet's been doing the mule rides here for a while now. But that little one, you know, with the hole in the Suzuki sidekick, I don't know if they're afraid to going to lose another baby shoe or if they just uh, 
they don't want to put a little baby on a mule, which I don't blame them, but three of them are going to go. And that sidekick is for sure going to need a car wash after going on them dirt roads up to Chet's house. <clears throat> but hopefully they don't put anything in that back seat until he figure out that floorboard. Well, I got to get back to work, and I figure you got plenty to do too. I sure am glad you joined me today on a Tab and Dillard podcast. If you could do something, maybe you did it before. Maybe you ain't never done it before in your life, but you can leave me a comment. And if you commented before, well, you can leave me a comment on today's po podcast. Like, what did you think about uh, this one? You know, we talking about today. And then share it with a friend, even rate it. And then, of course, check them show notes for everything that's going on. And boy, it ended up being a list today. What's in the show notes? <clears throat> personal video greetings get you one maybe for valentine's try to get that order in by february 10th or 11th you know in the next four or five days so uh keep that on your radar as they say in spain and then um you'll see the bacon bag pick you up a bag of bacon or two if you want to and then the uh yeah shirts and hats hoodies all that kind of thing got the donuts hat the bank bank hat the bacon hat the butter hat so you'll see all that there and uh, what's not in the show notes? Well, the town map shirt ain't there yet. Keep an eye out for it, though. Stay tuned. It's coming down the pike. And then uh, Wichita Falls, North Texas, late May. Uh, that You can't do nothing about that yet, but just kind of May 31st. Keep that date open. I hope to see you there. It's going to be a hoot of a time. Appreciate y'all. And, of course, you know how to get in touch with me, 501-322-6249. Email me, tabandillard at gmail.com. That's all in the show notes. And hey, if you ain't a possum in a burger shed booth waiting to get served coffee and biscuits and gravy this week, even though it ain't opened yet, you having a pretty good week. Me, I'm Tabin Dillard. This is a Tabin Dillard podcast. Till next time, y'all guys. We'll see you later. <laughs>